Hello, and welcome to episode number 26 of the Terminal Talk Model Railroad Podcast. I am your host, Tom Conboy, and on this episode, I'm going to give an update on the Owensville Terminal Railroad. As there's been some changes going on here, as well as a quick update on my GN15 Westcott Monty Mill Railway micro layout that I'm building. So stay tuned. It's been a while since my last podcast. Um, been busy with some personal issues. I have recently uh, had a job change, which has required me to uh, buy a new home. And uh, I have a new home, and it's not a brand new home. It's a, a new old home. It's about 117 years old. Uh, my wife and I have decided to uh, uh, downsize. My wife wanted to have everything on one level and didn't want to have to fool with stairs. So, um, that's good. I don't have quite as much to take care of. Uh, but the bad news is on that is that I don't have near the room that I used to have for train layouts. So I'm going to have to share my train room with a bedroom. So my bedroom slash train room uh, is now currently housing my uh, Owensville terminal layout. It's the sectional layout that's one foot by eight foot. I have just enough room to fit that. Maybe I can add, I'm hoping to add about 30 inches of staging to it, but that's about it other than if I start to uh, uh, put shelving in or or put um, um, shelves around the walls. And right now that's not something I'm wanting to do. I'm just wanting to uh, use the current situation I have with the track plan. And that's going to work fine. This is uh, something I've been wanting to do anyway, as I've discussed in my last episode, episode 25 of the podcast, that um, I'm building this uh, layout based on a Linda Sands and Stein Ripper track plan. And it's going along. I've started working on it again now that the move is finished. I've got the layout set up. Um, The layout was designed to be semi-portable. I did that because I knew that there was always potential of moving. So fortunately, the layout did uh, successfully get moved over here. I did have one casualty. One of my Caboose Industries um, turnout throws, uh, right as I was coming in the door with it, I just wasn't paying attention, and the door came back and just caught one of the the turnout throws and just snapped it right off and, and broke it. So I got to replace one of those, but that's not too bad. I can I can live with that, but I've got that all set up. Need to replace that. But I went ahead and decided to go ahead and uh, uh, get the track started. I've um, right before I moved, right before I started packing, I went over some operations to make sure that everything was going to uh, work with the track plan. I made a few minor adjustments with the track plan. I noticed on my blog the other day that the track plan that I have uh, currently posted is a little bit different than what I have. Uh, I've actually built in the photos. You can see the difference with some of the track, but it's very minor. But I'm going to have to update that here in the near future. But I've got that set up. I went ahead and uh, started prepping the track. And something that I'd watched from a, a video from Alan Keller, it's an older video that I got from the Dream Plan Build video series that used to come out from Model Railroader. It was from George Celios. It was a technique he uses to uh, prepare a um, flux track. And I went ahead and did that. I clipped some of the ends of the ties off to give it more of a, a weathered look and more of a beaten down look. And I went ahead then and uh, when I did that, refastened everything down. I took some sections outside and I spray painted them with the uh, Rust-Oleum camouflage paint so that the ties and the rails uh, have a nice brown color. Got all that finished the other day. Got everything set up. Now comes the tedious chore of wiring. For those of you that have followed this uh, podcast and have followed my blogs, you know that wiring is really my 
least favorite aspect of this hobby. And, um, boy, I wish I had a model railroader close that liked to do that because I would honestly pay somebody to come do that. It's just, it's just not fun for me. I'm just not very good at it and just don't like doing it. But I'm going to have to uh, struggle through it. So I've started working on that and I'm doing it right. I'm making sure to, uh, uh, use uh, properly colored wire. Uh, I know I used some spare wire last time when I built my Wetterout Food Services micro layout. That was a pain because uh, all the wire was the same color, so you had to make sure everything matched up and made sure you get your polarity right on everything. But this time I'm doing it right. I've got all the electrical components in place. I even got some cable ties and going to try to um, do it correctly. But it is very tedious right now. I started on it, um, I think it was... Uh, it was either yesterday or the day before, and I have to be honest, I, I got a, about an hour into it, and I thought, ah, that's it, I can't do this anymore. So I stopped, and um, it's getting kind of hard to want to start back up, but it's, uh, it's one of those necessary evils you have to do in order to get it running, since I don't have dead rail uh, capability. And um, I'll just get finished with it one of these days. Uh, and and one of the things I want to do is I want to make sure I enjoy the process building this layout. There's a temptation to want to rush this and get it done right away to uh, uh, get it to a finished stage. And I've just decided I want to enjoy the ride. And so I'm going to take my time with it, do it right, and make sure that I'm uh, not taking any shortcuts, especially with the wiring. So I want to make sure that uh, as I go through, I get all the feeders wired in correctly. I'm using some of the uh, suitcase scotch lock connectors, and I'm going to connect those up. Those work really well on my Wetterout food surfaces micro layout. So I'm using that again. I've also got some terminal strips and using some spade connectors and even some cable ties. So I've got it all set, ready to go, and uh, have started the wiring process. And my hope is, is that here in the next week or two, as I get the wiring progressed, I'm going to test everything out, make sure that everything is uh, running okay with the wiring, I do have a, a an operation system I've set up that I worked on right before uh, uh, I moved, so I want to go over that, make sure things running okay, and then from that point I'll start uh, uh, weathering the track and start ballasting. That's my least uh, second least favorite thing to do is ballasting track, but I'll work on that as well as working on some structure kits for the layout, and just I have some other ideas on how I'm going to do the fascia and do the backdrop and also. Uh, pretty exciting. I've got a lot of plans for it, but I, I do want to enjoy uh, the build itself. So if I decide I really want to get some operations and I don't have the wiring finished, I can always pull out my wet route food services micro layout and start on that. Or I can get out my GN15 layout, and I'm going to talk about that here in the next segment. Prior to my moving and packing, I did uh, do a little bit of work on my GN15 uh, Westcott Mine and Mill Railway uh, little display uh, micro layout. And I started building the uh, mill building. Uh, I'm building that out of uh, foam core board. And for the foundation, I used some of the uh, blue um, extruded styrofoam that I'm uh, carving into stonework for the foundation. And uh, I did a little trial with that, uh, set up a block and uh, carved it and all. And it doesn't look too bad. I went ahead and, and painted a little bit of rock color and put some uh, uh, alcohol and India ink wash over it uh, for the mortar lines and all. And it's got potential. I, I need to work on a little bit, but, uh, I started, uh, framing out the building and, uh, in the, uh, foam core board, I'm going to go ahead, uh, and, uh, use that as the base, uh, for the structure. 
But then I'm going to go ahead and use, um, I had a whole bunch of craft sticks from a project earlier uh, for uh, uh, my work that I did uh, this past summer uh, for some uh, kid activities. So I've got a whole bunch of these real big craft sticks left over. And I'm going to go ahead and um, cut those down into uh, uh, scale lumber sizes. And I'm going to use that uh, as a... Uh, uh, I guess a uh, wood plank uh, type of building uh, for the mill clump complex. And then um, probably going to do probably like the, um, oh, um, oh, the <laughs> words escaping me right now off the top of my head, but the uh, uh, corrugated metal, that's it. The corrugated metal roof on it. I always like that look on the old uh, mill buildings like that. So I'll use some corrugated metal for the roof. And then I need to build a, uh, an extension over to the other side of the uh, mill complex to, uh, uh, so that the uh, locomotive goes under, uh, that as it goes back into, uh, staging. So I started that right before the move. And right now the, uh, mill, uh, uh, micro layout, the uh, GN15 layout is actually sitting outside in a garage. We, this is probably the coldest winter we had in about four years. And uh, we got down to about minus six degrees Fahrenheit the other day, and I went out and looked at it. Uh, I'm, as y'all know, before I I glued down that track with super glue, and so far, even with today, we've warmed up into the 60s. Uh, so far, everything's holding. I, I hope that uh, that super glue holds. I really did use a lot to glue it down, but uh, the track's still holding and uh, hopefully it'll stay that way and unfortunately i just don't have any place to store it inside the house so i have to store it out there and uh, being portable and being made out of foam core base it's pretty easy to do but uh, i'm going to work on that some uh, this winter as well as well as my owensville terminal railroad and just whatever suits me when i get tired of working on the uh, uh, owensville terminal i'll switch back to the gn15 layout and just you know work with both so I've got a lot of projects to work on uh, this winter, and then as uh, summer comes along, I uh, don't know uh, how much uh, model railroading work I'm going to do. One of the things we got at this new home, uh, we have an in-ground pool, something I've never had in my life. So I don't know. I may be poolside a lot this summer, so I may not be doing a lot of model railroading work, but we'll see. But one other thing that I do have that I didn't mention earlier was uh, at my new house, I do have uh, two detached garages, uh, freestanding buildings, and there is the potential uh, to uh, maybe one day uh, build a layout. Unfortunately, I don't have any HVAC systems in those, and being the uh, temperature swings that we have out here in Missouri, I definitely will have to get something in place uh, for that if I ever decide to build a layout out in the garage. But I do have the potential for expansion uh, of the uh, Owensville Terminal, which is Something I always plan on, but that may be a few years down the road, but at least it's nice to know I do have some potential uh, for expansion, but no plans to do any of that right now. Hey, I need your input. Go on over to terminaltalk1.blogspot.com. That's the podcast webpage. Go over there, and I've got a poll. If you go look at the uh, webpage there, the blog page, you'll notice on the right-hand side there's a poll, and I need your input, uh, whether you like the blog or whether you don't. Uh, whether you'd like to see the podcast continue or whether you would like the podcast to stop or whether or not you would like to have more episodes. Uh, those questions are over there on the blog 
And uh, I really would appreciate your input. So if you'd like to take some time, I know most people, if you're like me, uh, 98% of the things I look on the Internet, I usually don't ever comment or give any input. Uh, but for the ones that do, it's greatly appreciated. It, it helps me to know that there are some people that are enjoying it, that are benefiting out of it. Uh, there's, I'm hoping my podcast is informational, uh, maybe even somewhat entertaining. Uh, but if you are enjoying it, uh, I would appreciate your input. And if you're not enjoying it, I would really appreciate any constructive criticism. If you have some ideas or suggestions of things you'd like to hear, hey, I'm up for it. I don't know if I'd be able to implement everything, but I'll try my best. Uh, Anything to help. Uh, Again, I I do this uh, as a service to help out fellow modelers. Uh, It's not just strictly for me. It's nice to have an audio record, but, you know, I could record these things and keep them on a computer here and never put them out for public consumption. But I'm doing this just to maybe be of some help, just a, just a way to give back to the hobby. And so if you do enjoy it, I'd appreciate you taking a little bit of time. Thanks for your support. That's going to do it for episode number 26. I want to thank you for downloading and listening to this episode of the podcast. And stay tuned. I'm going to have episode number 27 coming out here, hopefully here in the near future, but it will come out one of these days. Thanks for listening.